Welcome to Whiskey in the Stream, where we play 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons in a homebrew setting. This is a real play podcast with adult language and nonsensical whimsy, you have been warned. I'm Ken, and I'll be your dungeon master this evening, so let's get started. We are now live. Alrighty. Welcome back, everyone, to Whiskey in the Stream. Right, Scarlet will be joining us shortly. Root missed last session, and Kaylin did the recap. So, uh, Gurdon and Ren, if you would please roll a d20 and logos. Oh dear. Mine's not rolling over here. I'm going to have to do it in. Uh... All right. Vren, what happened last time? So we decided to attack the bandit camp and drive them out and rescue possible changelings. Although I think we murdered most of them on accident. Um, so yeah, we had Vren, sorry, Ren stealthed in while uh, we waited on the outside sneakily. We believe that she got caught. So we all charged in. It was an epic battle. The crystal dragon cat thing nuked everybody. Uh, that's kind of where we're at. Although I should say that Ren tried to talk to them to get information. To... There may be a few people left. The kobolds tried to convince Ren to kill Asti because she's going to bring around about the end of the world. And uh, the longer we let her live, the more powerful she's going to be and harder to stop. Wren uh, felt like he could not make that decision at this time. And I, more or less everything. <clears throat> yeah, those are definitely the key points. Um, well, the fun little side notes is that Wren had a chance to examine Kaylin a little bit. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was awesome. I forgot about that. Lubed up some gears to give him the gift of alacrity, which immediately came in handy. So some excellent foresight by the time wizard. Uh, there was also uh, discussions of what could become a unique item, the bedazzle mallet. A mallet that bedazzles people that it hits. Followed by a you know, well, actually that follows a poor description on my part about the diamond shapes that Gurdon's mallet leaves on people normally. So now I'm not saying that the players came up with the bedazzle mallet and I've stolen it. Sounds but I did manage to finish play testing that today. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, you all stand at the edge of this bandit encampment, the screams of the dying fading out, assumingly they are dying out. Uh, the chances that they're suddenly recovering and are fine is possible, but an incredibly low chance. Uh, fires rage throughout. Vren, fortunately you happen to know where a lot of the goods are being hidden. 
so you kind of know roughly where people should probably go if they're going to loot quickly. You don't know how many people survived and how many of those screaming are combat ready. Uh, could just be fear. Probably not. You all did see Asti alight down to the campfire. That was once a normal-sized fire, but she has curled up nose to tail and is asleep or incapacitated in some way in the middle of the coals. Uh, let's see, who might have line of sight there? Uh, doesn't look like anyone. Okay, so we well, will address right. that when it comes to it. That, that's that's why the kobold said now was the time to do it, because she was exhausted from what she did. Oh, oh well, that's right. My mistake. Yes. So I guess repair there and Gurdon both have line of sight. Why? Oh, that's right. Repair had torn Norm off his shoulders and tossed him away, thinking he was saving him, not realizing he wasn't in danger. I need to look and in Norm's opinion, they had just outed themselves, but <clears throat> apparently Vran and Ran already knew that they were, in fact, two kobolds in a trench coat. Chuck. Right. Uh, absolute shock and awe. But Gurdon and Repair, what the two of you see is that the stones that ring this fire are slowly growing little rubies, ruby-looking crystals around Asti at random angles. And are you proficient in Jewel Crafter's kit, Gurdon? I don't think so, but just double-check. Negative. Me. Got it. Okay. These faceted stones are growing out of the random stones that line up this fire pit. Do they look like they're valuable? At this distance, they definitely do. I'm here for the looting. That out front? Yep. Yeah. So you all, yeah. there are plenty of bodies around you. There's a burning bandit encampment with goods. And potentially other enemies inside. Mm -hmm. So why don't we stick to the combat order. Just so that way I can keep you guys on track. Um, Root. E. So Root I'll have you act at the top of the turn order. It's only been about five minutes. And it was a 45 minute trek through the jungle. Flying over top fortunately does go a little bit faster for you. So you can probably get there in about 15 to 20 minutes, as long as nothing interferes with your flight. And as you are speeding across, it is very quick to see that there are other things that live in the treetops here that seem to take an interest in something flying over. So there is a little bit of concern. Uh, but I figure the bright flash, the thunderous roar that you heard, uh, and the villagers' confusion in Downwater was probably enough to encourage you to beeline through. Now, if you have any means or methods of making yourself less noticeable, or if you're going to try to just, you know, not dash the whole way, but like take the dodge action so it's less likely for people to hit you, that is up to you. If you take the dodge action, it'll take a little bit longer. Uh, if you take the dash action, you'll get there faster, but it may take a minute for you to get there. Dodge, please. Got it. All right. So as you are 
dodging your way, and you will occasionally see these large furred arms reach up at you, those white fur and sort of pinkish hands that you recognize as the Goralans from before. You'll see rocks come your way. You see hands reach out to try to grab you, but you nimbly dodge through. So it will take you a little bit longer, but you'll get there safely. Safely. With the sounds that you hear, with just based on your passive perception, there's probably more dangerous things in these woods than the apes, but they haven't taken an interest in you yet. So I'm going to assume that while you're dodging, you're on high alert. You would be correct, sir. Excellent. All right. Next, uh, Ren, welcome. Uh, right now, you managed to come in a perfect timing. Uh, the camp is still on fire. Some of the screaming voices are dying out as they're being... Well, I mean, they're either dying out or they are miraculously recovering. One is more likely. Uh, but you are standing on the edge with your brother as well as this small kobold who has suggested murder. Um, but the camp you were trying to persuade seems mostly dead and on fire. Fortunately, you and your brother did take some time to investigate the camp beforehand so you know where the good stuff is. Um, you are actually at the top of the turn order, so how would you like to start? You're going to have your normal movement action, bonus action. We're just going to keep it in the turn order, just so that way I give everybody a chance. Actually, you know what? Before I do that, for everyone there, is there anyone who would try to hide anything in particular that they find. Like, if you find a magic item, are you keeping it? Are you being upfront about it? Yep. And you can uh, whisper me, if you would like, if you want to keep it hidden about what your choice is going to be. Actually, you know what? Everybody just go ahead and whisper me, so that way it's a nice big uncertainty. And maybe if I'm feeling frisky, I'll add in an edit here of what everybody suggested, but I probably won't. Because I'm busy with cameras. And this is my whisper. I would let anybody know. Got it. Huh? No one. On brand? On brand? Like what I see so far. Uh, if you guys are not certain, what you can do is type slash W space and then just start typing my name. And then that will send a whisper to me. Uh, in roll 20, rather. Uh, Discord? I don't actually know. I'm going to send you some private messages. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got pictures of Kaylin when he was a little kid. He does. You're muted. <laughs> That's what I did. Put the wrong thing and I wasn't sure what happened. So did you want me to tell you what I'm doing, I guess? Uh, I, Well, wait. Yes, actually, sorry. So now that okay. I have everyone's uh, responses... Uh, Scarlet, what would you like to do? So the last like thing that I remember was the this um, kobold um, mm -hmm. was talking about killing. Um, sorry, my mind is not quite Aster. sharp. Aster, um, right? That was the last conversation piece where we had left off. Is that correct? Yeah, Norm was trying to convince you to kill Asti since she seemed incapacitated in the middle of the burnt-out bandit camp. Uh, you, Vren, and the kobold are outside of the camp right now. 
but you guys do know where the good stuff is hidden in the camp. You don't know what's on the people, but you do know what, you know, there's a pie. Sorry, my dog is loud. Um, so I guess I would turn to Norm, right? Um, Norm, I'm not sure about killing Asti. I don't, I don't think that's the right play right now. I, I'm going to go check in there and see if there are other people. Maybe we should go talk. I'm going to kind of try to stealthily disappear and then go try to check out cool things. Okay. Uh, so if you would like for your bonus action, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Action can be movement. Uh, feel free to move yourself in. If you wanted to dash as your action, you're welcome to do so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, 13. Got it. All right. A lot of that will depend on the passive perception of uh, anyone still with dead bodies. Um, oh, which one am I? That's Brian. They're probably distracted right now, so it helps. I'm trying to remember. I think I'm the blue token. Is that correct? Yes, yeah. ma'am. You should okay. have control. You should be able to move the one. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. If you can't move yours because I did something and goofed it, please let me know. You done goofed. Yeah. <clears throat> I am going to dash over to here. Where do I remember it as being kind of the good stuff around the camp? So the boxes with the little yellow circle in the corner mm -hmm. at the top and at the very bottom, those tend to be where they seem to have the better locks. But again, from your point of view, they're trash. Um, but from the bandit's point of view, they were probably decent. So that's where the better stuff tended to be hidden. Okay. That's my turn for now. Got it. Uh, as you walk in, you can see fire burning. There's little bits of sand that almost appear to be glassed on the ground. Um, a lot of the pallets are on fire. There's large, thick columns of smoke. It is very difficult to see in this area. Uh, you can only see, but so far at a time, but it's not anything that has caused any problems yet. Uh, read no mechanical sets unless it's fun. Uh, but your characters, however, are dealing with a lot of smoke, so their eyes are probably going to be irritated and watery, coughing quite a bit. The smells of burning flesh is, I'm assuming, going to be a little bit of a concern, except for Kaylin, who cannot smell, lacking the nose. Um, but, you know, whether or not burning flesh bothers you is entirely up to your character. All right. Uh, speaking of Kaylin, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Scarlet, is that your turn? Yes, that is my turn. Got it. Thank you very much. Uh, Kaylin. Um, I know I killed the guy right in front of me, but did I? Obviously, I can see it on the map. Did I see the other living guy? I can't uh, remember if I did or not. This guy? Yeah. Not from there. There's a, a burning tent in the way and several large boxes. Okay. Um, honestly, he would probably kind of look at the body. Not really like thoroughly, but like he's going to try and make his way to the cage 
but as he's going, just kind of looking at the body, see if anything catches his eye, but not thoroughly investigating each of them. Okay. Um. So he'd probably just uh, be like, step. Oh, let me do this here. He'd probably just be like, step over him. Walk here, here. Okay. So you step over the bodies, walk past the burning wagon. Uh, the horse that was behind you is definitely scared. Mm-hmm. But seems to have survived to being just outside the blast range. You okay. can see the hair has curled where it's singed. Um, you can see that most of the metal parts of your body had this black patina on it at the moment. But having been a smoker previously, you know this will buff out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check as you pass through. Okay. Just one. Use it for all of them. Yeah. CX. That tracks with uh, just trying to like check as you go, and so you just kind of yeah. prod, and you see a little bit of it crumble away. <laughs> poke another one; it kind of squirts a little bit, and like mm-hmm. okay, kick this one down yet? Yeah, the bars of the cage are still very hot. Mm-hmm. Looking inside, um. So that was your free action to do the invest do the investigation for looting as you were going by. Uh, did you want to make any other kind of check as a bonus action for the cage? Because right now you just see kind of a charred, mostly charred corpse. Yeah, I would want to try and like. I mean, I'm assuming the yeah, the metal would likely burn me, but like if he can somehow get a better view of the corpse and what the corpse might be inside there, that's what he would try and do. So the bars are vertical, so you could stick your sword through and just kind of flip the corpse over if you would like, or you can attempt to break the cage, but that would probably be more of an action um, to break either the bars of it or the locking mechanism because it's heated right now. So there's some options for you. We will try and break it because he would would probably get in there too. So I'll break it. All right. So it has been more than six seconds, so your rage would have dropped, because there was some discussion before Askew decided to bomb everything. Yeah, Actually, there was about 30 seconds, uh, if I recall, between the conversation and Askew fixing. Uh, so, you do not have rage up at the moment. Uh, it is up to you if you want to pop that as a bonus action, and then action, you can do a strength athletics check. reason I bring that up is rage would give you advantage, but it would be, you know, Burning another use of rage. Yeah, I won't do that because I only got two left. Um, no, I'll just do a regular. All right, go ahead and give me a strength athletics check, or if you want to do it as an attack roll, uh, sell me on it. Uh, no, honestly, Kalen's still learning this sword, and he knows it's a crystal, so he would probably wouldn't swing in at these bars. <clears throat> he would honestly maybe. Take out um, a javelin and try and like somehow use a pry bar to kind of like widen the bars, if not break. Yeah, basically get some leverage on it. Uh, So go ahead and give me a strength athletics check. Sounds like a plan. Nice. 20. 30, 20. (laughs) Uh huh. 
you get in, you start off at the top and you feel it give a little and then you move down closer to the locking mechanism. And for whatever reason, the metal here is actually much softer. So you pry it in and then and you manage to pop it out and the door swings open towards you. Using the javelin, you easily open it the rest of the way. Uh, the mechanism itself is destroyed. There's no way for this to lock without some serious smithing. Uh, the tip of your javelin is still hot, but you go in and you can flip the body over if you choose. Yep. All right. Uh, you flip it over and you can see that the skin, so they end up dying face down. Their back is completely torched. Uh, when you flip them over, you can see bits of clothing that uh, are still kind of clinging on to the front half of the body. Much of it is also burnt a bit from previous fires that had gone off in the area. Uh, but this person has grayish skin. Uh, based on the little bit that remains, they had a white-gray hair. Maybe a little bit of it was kind of silvery at some point. Uh, angular features, you would guess feminine, uh, mainly based on the clothing, though, because a lot of the face is ambiguous. Uh, looking at it, you're realizing this is not a doppelganger, because doppelganger is missing some characteristic humanoid features. This seems to be someone who can change their shape. And based on the conversations, aha, this was one of the changelings in the village. Uh, he's gonna holler out. I mean, he's gonna announce it, like, hey, guys... We got a changeling that's dead, but was locked up in here. If you see any more cages, I'm guessing that's what these guys were capturing and trying to hold for either ransom or to get paid by the town. Got it. All right. Anything else for your turn, Kalen? Uh, that'd be it. Got it. Vren. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to clean my gloves because, you know, I had to use the back. So I'm going to uh, clean my gloves and uh, dust off my suit and try and not get any more. I'll lean over and speak to uh, the top kobold. I forgot his name. And say, all right, so assuming you are correct, what kind of spell would we be looking into? Perhaps there's a magic I should be. Avoid this catastrophe that you see. Normal pipe up. Um. Well, honestly, I, I don't know, because I've seen her be held before. Like, you know, again, this was like a whole thing, and I actually helped free her because I kind of forgot I could do that. Um, and then I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to, to ask you to research because you know so much more magic than I do. Like, I usually stick to, to chemicals and, and metals and things I can I can touch. Like, I know some spells, but there's only so many. But you seem to, to know a lot more than I do, and I, I just, I was hoping that maybe you knew something that would just kind of end the problem. But I, I think maybe we shouldn't bring it up to the rest of the group. I don't think they'll react very well. We'll keep it between us. But the other thing is, think about, think on this, um, give your, your, your reply. As you are from this plane of existence, perhaps you know somewhere where we could learn deeper magics or a place that would uh, serve as a, a learning spot for myself or the both of us. Well, 
I, to be completely honest, I spent most of my early life in a in a, a commune, and then the other half was in a sewer. But you'll be surprised the amount of things people flush down. So I do know that there are certain towns that will send out notices, like sort of like um um. I don't know, people throw it away like it's junk, but it's important mail to me. And we'll advertise different universities and things in the area. So I think I might know of a couple of villages or towns, I mean, big cities that might have some useful information. Well, that's great. Write it down for me, please. Well, I Absolutely. And so I assume you have prestidigitation because it seems like a very Vren thing to do to have that spell. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love how... Norm is going to think he's just being helpful and he's just totally going to be used as friend's manservant. Works yeah. out. It's good both ways. He enjoys it. <laughs> it gives yeah, him I, I, I'm, like, I'm like cleaning. Yeah, I'm using magic to like clean. Yeah, Norm's insight is way too low to put any of that together. <laughs> Oddly enough, her pair's insight is higher than Norm's. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Imagine. Well, actually, that, that kind of tracks with how they've been. Yeah. I mean, they've got a bunch of dump stats. They've got like one or two decent stats. And even then it's. Um, but yeah, so Norm starts trying to go through and he's pulling out these different mailed parchments, uh, most of which have been apparently tossed without ever having been opened. Uh, there are a couple just with your passive investigation. You can see that some of them have, you know, you could be a winner and it's circled multiple times hello fresh get fresh delivery right to your house someone wants to buy my house i don't even have a house he's willing to pay cash it's amazing that's it for me (laughs) (laughs) so i figure that's probably norm's turn as well all right camp town races camp town survivors what do you do Run away, obviously. All right. Uh, yeah, no, nobody had a line of sight around the outside of the tent. Oh, no, no, Kalen did for a moment. Uh, Kalen, kind of behind you in your corner of your visual sensors, you see a little bit of a flash of movement of a person smoldering run between two tents. <laughs> and as you Turn and look. You can hear more thudding, but then you don't see them reappear. Because that's the same token that was used for Braun. I'm now just imagining Ron Swanson hair smoking. Just <laughs> <laughs> no other wheezing out of breath. <laughs> Another set of thuds. Uh, Scarlet, you could see near the smoldering pile of horse and wagon, uh, far off in the corner over here, that uh, another column of smoke began sprinting away, as best as it could, anyway. Sprinting column of smoke? Yep. (laughs) Ten. Uh, You see another one stumble towards... Asked you reach down and start rifling through the body of the hobgoblin. Deep, 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 deep. Uh, pull out an arrow and begin trying to stab down at Asti. 
All right, 13 plus 3, 16 total. Is that going to hit? Apologies, I didn't pay attention that that guy was within range to do anything slightly damaging, potentially. He's um, not to play the bad guy here, but he's also probably going to have advantage on this attack, yeah? Oh, that was with advantage. He only got oh, a 16. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it does actually hit. Uh, it is an improvised weapon. Okay. Um, he down into it, and you see this little break in the crystal. Uh, scarlet and Gurdon, you can see that the rubies around the fire begin growing faster. Are we about to have baby dragons? You're making it mad. Speaking of Gurdon, it is now your turn. Solid. Let me see how far I am here. I can see this unfolding, yes? Yes. Okay. Alright. Um, how bad off does this guy look? Uh, half of his face is a melted mess. Okay. Looks pretty bad. Um, I'd like to ask, ask him how he's doing there. Can he talk to me? Uh, it is not, but it is distorted and his voice is incredibly raspy. Mm. You figure even a lifetime of you know, tobacco won't cause this. But he struggles and wheezes out, I'm gonna kill this thing. No, you ain't. I mean, you can certainly try. But it probably won't go well. So, let's see what we got over here. Say I can't reach him to hit him. Well, shucks. Alright, so... I am instead going to cast Bane on this man, and he must make a charisma saving throw. Let's see if this works. There we go. I'll throw it in there for you. Finally worked. And he passes. Okay. Jesus. Uh, so you see the spell begin to try to take hold, and it just seems like in his rage, he's just ignoring it. He's still trying to bring this arrow down, but not having a whole lot of an effect. All right. Uh, so that's your action. Is that right? For Bane? It is. Okay. And I'm, for your bonus. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Um, I think I can cast Healing Word as a bonus action. Since you cast a leveled spell already, so it's you're kind casting of... a level spell. That's right. So it doesn't work. So now I'm done. I'm done. Got it. Uh, repair, while having better insight, has much lower intelligence. So he's a little bit of an idiot. So he goes <laughs> running back over to check on Norm to see if Norm's okay, even though Norm's been having a conversation for well over a minute. Oh, you're doing fine. What, what's going on here? Oh my god, I'm fine. Popping up into the air. Uh, root, you now see columns of smoke. And it starts off as like this big poof at first, 
And now you're seeing more and more of these columns go. Uh, would you like to maintain the dodge action and movement to move forward, or would you like to make any adjustments? Am I still noticing people, like, keeping on me in the trees? Yeah. Then yes, I'd like to continue to dodge. Understood. Alrighty. Kaylin. Wouldn't it be Ren? My bad. Yes. Scarlet. Thank you very much, Kaylin, for keeping me honest, because apparently I can't do that. So, um, so after I hear Kaylin say, um, he's gonna about the changelings, I'm gonna go check out the other one over there. I think there might be a cage or something. Um, and then where I was confused, where is Asti? She is here in this fire pit. Uh -huh. Well, it was just a regular little, you know, fire pit. Now it's mostly asty with burning coals beneath and jagged rubies growing. Rather unusual um, manner. Knowing that Asty can pretty well take care of herself after uh, seeing her firebomb everything, um, I'm going to run past. And as I run past uh, here, I'm going to say, I might not do that. She doesn't usually respond too well to people attacking her. And I'm going to keep running over to here, and I'll take the dash action to do that. So he is going to make uh, just a panicked swipe at you as an opportunity attack. Oh, wait. Whoa! Yep, that hits. Okay, 21. Jesus Christ. Oop, 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 oop. That is not that dice. There. Jesus. Hi. Okay. Uh, you get caught in the leg by this arrow. Uh, and it pierces in and flares up a lot more than you would expect someone to be grabbing an arrow and stabbing with. Um, it, you are familiar with magic weapons having one yourself? That's definitely what this is. This arrow seems enchanted in some way to cause additional pain. Um, I'm going to, um, as I see this arrow coming, uh, I am going to try to dodge as best I can. And, um, I would imagine instead of like sticking into like the most vulnerable part of my leg, it kind of hits the, my like calf instead of like, you know, the back of my knee or like in the middle of my, um, type of thing. And so I only take like half damage. With an uncanny dodge. Yes. So you reduce that down, so you only take three points of piercing damage. Catching um, it, the mostly it kind of bounces off of the bone of the shin, and then just kind of goes in harmlessly. So it doesn't even get in between any muscles. It just sort of bounces off of that, sticks in a little bit, and gives you a bit of a cut, which is quite unpleasant, but not debilitating by any means. Enough for <sighs> I'm going to laugh. I keep walking fast. Ah, the best you got. And I'm gonna come over here. But all right. Um, looking inside the cage, uh, the figure is burnt but still alive. And you look up, and while 
much of the hair on one side is gone. The body is skinned and red and blisters have already formed. You see this momentary glimpse of fear and relief to dejection as Doug looks back up at you. <laughs> uh, Fancy meeting you here, stranger. Uh, technically, I did run away from you, like you guys said. It's like you got real far. I mean, I thought I did. Well done, my man. Well done. You're not going to let me out of the cage, are you? And say that? Hmm, it's just funny. Yeah. Did you at least make it quick? Make what quick? Getting you out of the cage? Wait, really? Are you changing or not? I mean, why are you in this cage in the first place? Because they thought I betrayed them. Oh. Well, you kind of did. I kind of did. You kind of got what you deserved. I guess. I don't know. Have you ever been hit with this much fire at once before? <laughs> at least you're not like that guy. Yeah. So is he horribly disfigured? You said he's blistered. I mean, other than that, like maybe having some scar tissue in the future, like what else? Like, is he not like, is he maimed? No, uh, the side that isn't terribly burned, uh, you can see bruising. Uh, so it looks like he probably got beat up a bit after he met up with you guys and then got put into the cage. Um, and then the side that burned is pretty blistered and kind of rough looking. But he'll definitely have some scars on that side. But he still has full use of his limbs. It's not like, you know, not like many of the people closer to the center who were just straight up melted. All right, let's lag. Um, because I I'm I'm out of a turn, so I'll wait to do anything else with him until um my next turn. Got it. Alrighty, Caitlin. Um, these wooden crates are they like tall or from here? Can Caitlin like see? Uh, like this way. He cannot. So that's about. Okay. 10 feet tall. Uh, it's mostly pallets and crates that were broken and formed into this little dividing wall to give sort of a little bit of privacy between what was probably a private quarters based on the remnants of the tents near you. Okay. Uh, with that, then he's going to go ahead and pass back through, well, pass back through here and kind of check this tent. Uh, all right. So five, 10, 15, kind of check if anything's in there, kind of just using the sword, open the flap. Go ahead and make an investigation check, or if you're just kind of glancing, you can do perception to see if anything stands out. I'll just do perception. Okay. Okay. Oh. You do find some kind of trash iron daggers. Um, This isn't Skyrim. Trash daggers. (laughs) Uh, it looks like pretty poor quality. Mm-hmm. It's got filth kind of on it. You're not sure at this point if it's just burnt tent material 
other material, but they're 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 not very good. There are three of them. Um, just look because it appear to be trash daggers because there's like stuff on them, or like he can straight up just tell these are just cheap handmade daggers that were attempts at a tool. These are slightly polished shivs. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to make sure you're not like pulling like a sneaky like it looks trash, but if you brush it off and clean it, it looks nice. That's that's fair. I do absolutely do that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Then yeah, he would be he would not give a crap about it. So he'll just kind of go to the next tent. So 5 10 15 20 25 30 Do the same thing. All right, so the first one is free action. This one will be a bonus. Go ahead and give me a new perception or investigation. Sounds good. Uh, you can I see trip a, and fall in the tent. Uh, so as you go in, you kind of get this blast. You lift it up, and there's this puff of soot. You try to like wipe it off, and your wipers activate. You try to get some of the soot off, uh, and you're just like, oh. I can't even smell, but I'm guaranteed this tent smells awful. Something, ugh, I think I can taste it. Do I have taste? I don't think I do. I don't have an opening for my mouth. It's just sort of a light scenario, and that distracts you for about six seconds. Okay. Uh, so you still have your action and I think some movement left. Um, it'll go to the next one. Yeah. For the podcast, the previous roll was a natural one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In case. The podcast is curious about why I'm describing random smells to a automaton robot warforge. It was so bad that I could smell it. Yep. So he'll and he'll do an, another. He'll do an investigation check for this one. Okay. Really? Really? Wow. Okay. I mean, that's one better than the previous. Yeah. Uh, th- this one just seems to be mostly smoldering remains. Yeah. Dude, the dice are not with you today. I'm glad it's not combat. Yeah, no. But it's just Yep. Um so I think that that's it for you, right? Movement bonus action. Yep. Uh Vren finally settling down. Barnabas peeks onto your shoulder. And his head spins around. Or her, theirs. Yeah, theirs. Theirs, okay. Um, <clears throat> ah, you return. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, send Barnabas up just to... I said, you should survey the area just to make sure no one else is coming. To create. Um, and you repair. Erpair? Derpair? Um, yeah, Erpair. Erpair. With a U? Uh, close enough. O? Uh, sort of an R, and then a little thingy, and then like pear, like you know, a pear. So repair. Yeah, yeah just no E. Hmm. Anyways, oh. you should go get the cart and bring it up so that we can uh, get away from this place. Should I bring it this close to the fire, though? Seems Not like right a bit of a fire problem. where we're standing over here. Yeah, but look, that's a, that's a whole lot of shit in there that's on fire. I have concerns. You should understand that exponentially, the further away that you get from fire, the less energy is actually transferred to you. So we are standing at a safe distance right here, 
unless the entire forest catches on fire. I could understand your concern, but should that happen, I will change the plan, obviously. But for the time being, could you go get the cart? You see the, the head now is midway through this conversation, peeks out through what should have been part of the pants and the lower part of the trench coat. And it is, in fact, a kobold uh, with a set of horns. And his eyes glaze over as soon as you start to say exponentially. And Norm next to him is just nodding. And then turns and looks over. You're fine over here. Oh, yeah, no, of course. I understood. You don't got to tell me shit. I understand what he said. He said the words that like the fire and the, and the experiences from the distances of the... Fuck you guys. And then Norm heads off towards where you guys kept the wagon. Here, horsey, horsey, horsey. Why do you put up with such an uncouth creature? I mean, he, he's my broodmate. You know, we were, we were kind of born together. Uh, he helped me escape. He, he really is a good guy at heart. It's just really hard to see it through the rest. Um, a, a, lot, of, a lot of times I've heard, uh, by a lot, I mean twice, that I'm the brains and he's the brawn. So it would seem. My sister and I are similar, although she's not quite at that somewhat of a princess. Though you would never know, by the way. It's, she can be quite uncouth as well. But, well, she seems to understand me better than... She's a princess? Wait, are you a prince? Lords, more slight. It, it gets complicated. And... I mean, our parents are dead, so that makes it difficult to assert anything. And we had to flee. You know, there, there's a whole story by Maybe someday... But p please keep giving me the uh, the information. So fascinating. I read a book, at least half of a book. The second half is gone, so I don't know how it turned out, about how the, the titles are, are passed down through generations. So you should have your parents' titles. But in the case of abdication, because you've had a lot, and he starts prattling on for a minute. And it's one of those, like, you're kind of caught up in the memories, and his voice is just high-pitched and droning, and it's very easy to tune out. And midway through that, you realize that he is exactly the type of person that very is, is very quickly tuned out in most conversations. Uh, how you interpret that afterward is entirely up to you. It's just one of those, you know, you recognize that this is a probably forgettable person. Uh, anything for your action or bonus? Well, yeah, because I'll, I'll figure that interaction is part of your free action. Oh, no. I'm not getting involved. I'm like, absolutely. Figured I'd give you the opportunity just in case. All right. Just let me know if uh, Barnabas sees anything. Got it. That's right. So Barnabas is. Uh, what is Barnabas's Barnabas's movement speed? It's an owl. Uh, Sixty fly feet speed. So. Sixty. Oh wow. Yeah, I thought it was forty-two. Okay, shit. All right. So departing from you. Oh nope. Got that already. Okay. So he tends to give you one who for nothing of interest and two who's for something of interest. Mm -hmm. um, and three who's is he's investigating. And so that way you don't always have to use your action to pop in to his point of view. Uh, you do get who. Because uh, I think it's an action to take his senses, right? Yes, I believe so. 
Okay. So you do still have your action. I figured it'd be bonus action to navigate that, and then if you want to take on that. I'm good. Understood. Alrighty. Uh, let's... Oh, that's not working. Why is that not working? Is it because I clicked the wrong thing? But just... Okay, we'll let that be Barnabas. Okay. Uh, Norm is with you, or Pear is headed off to the cart. Uh, Root. There is the potential, but there's other things that might have to come into play for that to be a full option. But I do like where your head's at for that. Alrighty. Enemy's turn. That's not the button I want. That is. Run away. Run further away. Attack. Asked. Oof. 24. So that's going to hit. Asty takes another five points of piercing damage as this magical arrow chops in and you see another piece flake off of her. Uh, you can start to see spiderweb cracks moving from the region. And Asty does not move. She's not reacted to either of these hits. But you do see the rubies that are nearby grow larger and grow quickly. Gurdon. I want to smack him with a hammer. That's what I want. Uh, let's see. I would say that he is crouched down and kind of focused on it. Uh, I would give advantage on this attack. You've moved behind him. He is 100% focused now on Asty. Uh, last time you just kind of talked to him and didn't attack him, so you're not a threat up until this first hit. Then you will be. Perfect. Let's miss. We have advantage. I'm trying to roll twice. Oh, I missed Ooh. poorly. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. You bang it right on the ground next to him, and he pulls the arrow back and looks up at you. Go away. And he holds the arrow up towards you. Yeah, uh, go away. I, um, yeah, I just tell him to go away. And I stand there menacingly. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just going to stand up on him like that. All right. Root, you are pumping your wings as hard as possible. Uh, give me a perception check real quick, if you would, please. Hopefully D&D wants to work. If you want to tell me what roles, that's fine, too. Or if D&D Beyond is just not working with you and you want to roll in roll 20, I say go for it. There we go. Nice. Oh, dirty 20. All right. Uh, you can see that there. The hell is that? Look like at a thumbs up up over your guys' faces. Okay. Sorry. There's a thumbs up for her getting a, a 20. Oh, hey. That's oh. fun. Oh. You get. Oh, the emotes thing. That's right. I forgot about that. What about all All right. <laughs> I'm way too easily distracted for this. Uh, <laughs> Root, as you are flying across, you happen to catch to your right, so to the west. Uh, you see right this. Right works better than north, south, east, west. I don't understand those. Okay, got it. 
Uh, for anyone looking at the world map, which I, none of you should be seeing right now, but may have access to separately, uh, would be west. But for root, it is on your right. You see this large shine of brass scales. And you just see the eyes and horns peek over the canopy and follow you as you move across. Uh, and there's this moment of, oh, okay, I see it. Is that a dragon's head? And it just seems to be watching you as you go across. And then it forest down. And I go, oh, okay. Oof. A couple of minutes later, you've made quite a bit of progress. There are far fewer arms reaching up towards you. You'll occasionally get a, a rock from behind that's just not moving fast enough to get to you. Uh, but you're still just pumping along as quickly as you can towards this thick black column of smoke. You're like, that's not a natural fire. Let's, let's not be mistaken here. I know what a normal forest fire looks like, and this isn't. Uh, and then to your left, you see a green scaled head peek up. Different set of serrated horns, and you see this thick green smoke peeling away in the front, trees beginning to wither. And further ahead of you to the left, you see that brass head pop up and just sit in place as a green head moves towards you and then catches the eye of the other thing, and they both slowly dip beneath the canopy. I kind of want to check this out. Up to you. Uh, it would probably be about a 10-minute detour at least. That's fine, but there are possible dragons that could help with our dragon. Or kill me. Don't know. I don't know. I'll have to roll for that. <laughs> Who's going to win? The brass dragon or the green dragon? I don't know. All right. So you start heading off in the direction you last saw their heads. I'm assuming like to the middle point between the two. All right, thanks for listening. If you want to watch our shenanigans live, come check us out on Twitch at Happy Boom Gaming. We play every other Thursday from 8-ish to 10-30-ish, uh, depending on how well we keep track of time. Uh, we hope to see you all there. Thanks for coming. <laughs>